The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite uh, Atlanta and Georgia guests, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, I can do uh, Ramblin' Wreck from Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer. A hell of a hell of a hell of a hell of an engineer. Like all the jolly good fellows, I juke my ears to get clear. I'm a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer. Leave this in. I want this in the pod. <laughs> oh, wish I had Are you recording right now? Good. No. <laughs> All right. That I stays in. Up. Hey, let me record another one. <laughs> well, if he sung the whole song, then I'm just going to say to hell with Georgia for my oh, sound yeah, test. Yeah. Well, if I had a daughter, sir, I'd dress her white and gold. i put her on the campus to cheer the brave and bold. But if I had a son, sir, I'd tell you what he would do. He would yell to hell with Georgia. Like his daddy used to do there we go (laughs) the middle of a tech sandwich all that stays in by the way if you think we're doing like some professional start to this podcast oh this isn't professional is it no i want to say one thing though it's a podcast so like it's an award-winning podcast well i have a language issue you're fine (laughs) the fcc does not uh you know keep us constrained as long as there's no fcc the big languages let me introduce the parties here though i do pig latin all the time this is a very special edition of welcome to matlana we're live at the uh, daily draft here in downtown woodstock with the college football hall of famer my friend i care for this man He's Joe Hamilton. Hi, Joe Ham. How you doing, man? Good to see you, buddy. Man, great to be here, man. It's great to see you. I often see you for Sean Daly. Well, that's Let's give why, credit. Let's give credit. Let's introduce the man Let's who. Let's get right to him. Right. The man who pays the rent around here, yes, right? Sir. He is Sean Daly from the Daily Draft, who is a uh, proud sponsor of this fine podcast, and we appreciate it. And a uh, proud Georgia Tech man as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you get all emotional when you see Joe Ham too, like I do? Emotional's a word. Yeah. Yeah. We can work with that. Give let's, me your Johan memory. work with that. Is there a Johan memory? Because I've got like 15. I loved watching this man play back in the day. Was there a Johan memory you love more than any other? Oh, gosh. I, you know, there's so many of them. I don't know that I could pick out just one. I mean, my biggest disappointment is he didn't win the Heisman, which he should have. Well, yeah, you're robbed. I mean, you know. Yeah, you're robbed. That's stuck in every Georgia Tech fan's memory. So the, <laughs> I told him, and we've talked about this many times, whether it was against Georgia beating them twice or – any other game. The fact that what he did, and I've said this to you, the man was a one-man wrecking crew against the Florida State team. For you kids listening, see, Florida State used to be this power. Like, Joe Ham, explain what Florida State was five-star recruits everywhere. They dominated Florida. They recruited the world. And you guys go down to Tallahassee and gave them four quarters of hell and just came up a wee bit short, but it wasn't the Joe Ham problem. Well, well, give me three minutes, Matt. Right now, what Coach Kirby Smart is going through right now is what you and I and Sean knows that Coach Bobby Bowden went through. Mm-hmm. Coach Bobby Bowden didn't come through until how many how many games? We said he can't win the big ones. We said he was a bust. Yeah, you're top ten. He, you know he ended, ended up, what, 14 straight years in the top five. We all know about that. And I, that's what I'm thinking what we're dealing with with Coach Kirby Smart. But when you come to me in the Georgia and the rivalry and playing against Coach Kirby Smart and his guys – 
he knows it now. Every time we shake our hands, it's like a grip, like five seconds. Hey, I saw you on film, and you saw our own, uh, me on film, and he's a coach now. Yeah. And I'm going to come, and I still love ball. I scratched that itch by doing ball and making sure. But that whole deal is that when you're on film, Matt, when you're on film, you can, like Jeff Sims or you and JT Daniels, four games in, Jeff Sims, ten games in, that's cool and fine and dandy. But when you are Trevor Lawrence and you – but 30 games in, and all game plans are to stop you, and you you know that during the week. You know that. Yeah. So that's what th- enthused me the most. That I know, uh, I knew that I was on the game plan. We were on the game plan. They were going to try to stop this and that and to c- continue to show and tell. That's the really, really relevance that you've arrived. That's it for me. And that probably gets you up for the game, too, just knowing that I'm the one they're coming after. They're coming after me. They're planning for me, and, and it's going to be – What am I going to do to mess up their plan? Right. And, Sean, you know what? (laughs) i tell you this, though. There's other people on the same – on the other team that's the same way. Dre Bly I played against. Julius Peppers. You know, Warwick Dunn I played against. Peter Warwick. Okay, all those guys you played against, you trying to be – even going to the practice field, the real true guys, and this will help – not help you out because, Matt, you established as one of the greatest ever interviews and broadcasters. Joe Hamstop. But but when you want to ask somebody – and you want to test the, the real deal, Holyfield, you want to be the best player going out to practice. You want to be the best player to even your teammates. That Hey, man, we jogging down here. It's grudgery, but, hey, you can't get my job. Like Goose Gossi, George Gossi, is one of my really, really good friends, really good friends. I stand in quarterback at Georgia Tech. He's a you know, co-offensive coordinator down, and I anticipate. He's with I, the Dolphins I, now, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm anticipating he's going to call the plays because, you know, that's a, a little iffy, iffy. But – I told him every time we walked down because we walked down together, Goose, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> trying to take <laughs> not, your job. Not today. Yeah. So that raised his level. <laughs> sure. That raised everybody's level. And when the leaders and the quarterback can do that, it's, it's a good thing. So, you know, I don't say anything about Ron Dane. That's his Heisman. But what uh, I would tell you this. No, that's his Heisman. Right. What I tell you this, mm. but I competed. Uh-huh. I competed. So you were like one of these guys. You just brought up names, Trey Bly, and you brought up Peter Wark. These are game wreckers, right? These are guys that – as Sean just said, you had a game plan to stop Johan. You had a game plan to slow Peter Warwick. You had a game plan to try to slow down Julius Peppers. And the joy of a game wrecker is no matter what the game plan is, you're still going to get yours. Like that, that has to motivate an athlete. The greatest of athletes are just middle of the, to know that that is their number one goal and you're still finding a way to, to overcome that. Well, that's what motivates the athlete. Patrick Mahomes, don't, don't, don't even, you know, Julius Peppers in high school, me, you know, in high school, Dre Bly, you know, All-American, you know, what, what have you, Julius Peppers doing his thing, future Hall of Famer. Don't even do that. It's the other person, Matt. It's the other person on the other side that you said, hey, you're somebody too. Let's see. Yeah. That's the whole thing. The bottom line is let's see, let's, let's, let, let's compete. And at the end of the day, and I coach middle school ball now, and I always tell my son and the, 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 his teammates, when you shake a, a man's hand at the 50-yard line and you say good game, make sure that's a good game. Mm-hmm. Folks, let me ask you a question. When it comes to dealing with experts, don't you know they've got your best interest in mind? Think about somebody in the medical profession as opposed to you diagnosing yourself. You would never do that. When when it comes to insurance, I would think, yeah, you can go shop your own rates, but don't you want the professionals to do it for you, the experts? Well, I'm talking about the Rhodes Group. My friend Clayton Rhodes and the great folks at the Rhodes Group, they did that for me, and you should know. You should be shopping your rates or having pros do it each and every year because the rates change so much when I'm talking about home or car insurance. 
you could be saving a bundle if you have professionals like the Rhodes Group shopping for you. They did just that, and they saved me a couple of thousand dollars a year with home and car insurance combined. You can be the next to save a bunch of money with the Rhodes Group. I want you to go to their website. It's Rhodes-Group.com. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S-Group.com. Or follow me on Real Matt Land on Twitter. You'll see the link. You can click over and have them give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. Locally owned, a great bunch of folks who are professionals when it comes to finding you the best rates. Go to Rhodes-Group.com. Have them shop your rates. They'll give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out (sighs) or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. So I want to ask both of you guys. So I want to get, I want to get the, the, the quarterback, I want to get the fan, I want to get the perspective on the next quarterback at Georgia Tech, and it's a guy we saw last year in Jeff Sims who has the – I mean, the tough task of doing it as a freshman, and Sean, I've asked Joe about this, about when the light comes on and when the game slows down. And for different guys, it happens at a different pace. But here's why last year was a little tricky. I mean, you didn't have a traditional offseason. You didn't have the full, Mm -hmm. you know, spring. You didn't have any of that stuff. So, Joe, I'm going to imagine whatever challenges a freshman faces, like times it by 10, just not having that traditional offseason like any kid would. Sean, you go first here, because that might take you like – Five or six minutes. <laughs> you may take, yeah. Okay, so, so you're getting the technical part of it. But well, I mean, not the technical part about it, but what soothed my heart and what I was really, really, you know, um, enthusiastic about. Jeff Sims and I reached out from the spring game all the way until now, and we yeah. talked to each other. What do you see, Coach? What do you think I should be working on now? How's it this way? How do I transition from being a leader to, uh, you know, being a physical leader to a vocal mm-hmm. leader? There's a difference because when you come in as a true freshman, everybody would tell you that that field is still 100 yards wide, 53 and a third, I mean 100 yards long, 53 and a third wide. You go out there and play. His whole transformation now is that to tell somebody else, hey, come on, man, I need you. Follow me. Yeah. Right. Follow me. Yeah. And that's, and that's you're, you're absolutely right. And that's hard, especially for a true freshman, regardless of their, of their skill set. Someone who comes in, you've got, the old guard's still there. I mean, this was only season two under under Coach Collins. So, you know, you've still got a lot of the previous players um, that are there because those are the pieces you have to work with. And now he has to sit in on a obviously a year that was weird for everybody, but he has to step up. He has to lead these guys. And, honestly, Coach Collins didn't have all his pieces in place. He got beat up. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, last year was a trial by fire for him. And – I would expect that he proved himself to a lot of people last year just by the beating he took, and, and he performed for, for the situation he was put in. He did a great job. 
overall he did a great job, just individual performance-wise. And I think that's going to get him some points on the leadership side moving forward. Um, you know, I, I expect a lot of good things from him um, and their running team because – or their running game this year. I think – Coach Collins has done, and I guess we'll jump into this in a minute, on the recruiting side, I think he's improved a lot of pieces just to help Sims out moving forward. I mean, he's really given him a lot of, a lot of extra support. To stay on Sims uh, just a tad bit, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And now is almost that expectations. He's, transfer he's transformed. We allowed him that. They allowed me that. Man, I had 17, seven, seven touchdowns, 13 interceptions my Freshman year, redshirt freshman year. This guy had 13 interceptions, 13 touchdowns his true freshman year. And let's give credit to Coach Collins and Coach Patnode to not playing the musical chairs. Mm -hmm. They know, stuck with him, yeah. Ten games. So now when I'm going back in my film room and I'm going back with my coach, what did I see? I should have gotten the ball. I should have gotten rid of the ball. I should have done this. Oh, I had that snap. I should have had my elbow up a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. And, again, when a guy like that goes to the ACC, you know, media day as a true sophomore, named by his peers. This ain't a coach saying, hey, who you like, who you like. By his peers. And not only that, bigger, stronger, faster. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, combine that, too, and then I love your point. And, and this is the, 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 the era we live in where patience is, is gone in any sport. But to let the freshmen go through the ups and downs that are normal, that you have to expect – there's the rare exception that comes as, as a freshman and doesn't make mistakes. Jeff went through that, that normal peak and valley stuff, and it's hard for a coach, I'm sure, when ball control is not there, when you're, when you're not holding on to it to, like, want to pull him into the sideline and put somebody else in. But I – and this might pay off for him in a year or two. It might pay off for now. The fact that they have the patience with him to let him go through that stuff, it's going to pay dividends for a talented kid. Please take out Mike, Matt. Take out Mike. It will pay off yeah. mm -hmm. because I went through that with Brandon Shaw. I went through that during the season where I started that every now and then doing reps, in-season reps, you go to the scout team. You come up. You're not performing, checking films out, film out that way. And they probably said that to Jeff Sims, but the way he worked, first man in, last man out, rallying the troops. Yeah. I'm the first guy in the waiting room. And the leadership that his teammates knowing because at, 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 once, at some point in time, you're going to rub your teammates the wrong way as a quarterback. It's normal. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. You, you, you know, Matt Ryan, brings me back to Matt Ryan real fast. <laughs> I know he has it. I deal with the locker room from 6 to 10 every morning. With the locker room. <laughs> and they, we got some guys over there that love Matt Ryan, and I do as well. Yeah. But and it's not in his nature. He's very competitive. I want to see him kick a cooler. I want to see him grab somebody and say, hey, man, you know, and he's done that periodically, get upset on me, or even a head coach. Mm -hmm. That's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. So to Jeff Sims, as a freshman, you can't say that until you show and prove physically. But when you say, hey, I'm the man, you can say it. You can say it, but make sure your knees are dirty. Now you can't. You can't have a white pants, and then it's all white. You got to get in a foxhole. Come with me. Yeah. Then I can tell you what to do. Oh yeah, you better make sure that jersey's a little bit dirty. There better you have go. some grass stains on it somewhere. So, so I want to talk about the offense overall because we'll talk about Jameer Gibbs and some of the other pieces. And, and we're at the uh, daily draft. Our buddy Sean Daly's with us. Joe Hamilton, Matt Chernoff. It's welcome to Atlanta. The um, Georgia Tech offense was the work in progress with a, with a young quarterback, mm -hmm. and I think they averaged it was twenty four points a game. Which in college football today, like, not to age Joe Ham on this, but 24 a game in Joe Ham's day, maybe that was okay. Now we're looking at offenses who are in the 40s. Everybody's in the 30s. So Joe Ham, and, and I'll ask Sean too, 
Like, you got to make that jump of another six or seven points to be really competitive to, to take that next step. Is that execution? Is that lack of the pre-snap penalties? Is that better athletes? Like, is it all of the above? How do they take that next step to make that jump offensively? Hmm. Well, I think part of it is supporting your running game, and I think Collins has made some major improvements, especially on the O-line. The average size of the O-line this going in this season is well over 300 pounds. I mean, they have a wall of humanity pushing people out of the way this year, which is going to help a lot. Number one, it's going to help with the running game. There's going to be some holes opened up that wouldn't have been opened up in seasons past because, you know, I mean, Paul Johnson's offense was light and fast. That's how he designed it. Sure. This is an offensive line that's going to – it reminds me of, uh, honestly, of Georgia Tech's championship days in the early 90s when they had a just massive wall of humanity pushing people around. This is, this is similar. These guys are big. They're strong. They're going to open up some holes. And on top of that, they're going to hold that defense and give Sims a little bit more time in the pocket. They're going to give him a little bit more confidence. I would, be, I would not be surprised if his passing game improves considerably this season because of the extra time he's going to get from that offensive line. Can you play complementary football? Have a kicking game. See, see, this is the deal, Sean, and, and you know I can feel this. Matt, not, so, not necessarily seeing you from a distance, and I know you all Atlanta, you all all in, but when I grind it like I grind it, I watch some of the little things now, and – we didn't have a kicker. All right. Yeah, that was a big issue. Extra mm. points and easy field goal, sure. Yeah. Uh, we had 21 sacks. Uh, we had 21 sacks in 10 games. That's not enough, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we had minus seven turnover ratio when you're talking about turning the ball all over and getting it back. And now at this point in time, when you're talking about Tyreek Carpenter and uh, uh, Wanye Thomas and Ken Swilling, and uh, some of those guys, and Jordan Dominique on the end, they're veteran now. Antonius yeah. Clayton too, right? Antonius Clayton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you get your boy Keon White from Old, Old Dominion that's going to come in and can play from the five technique inside all the way outside. You expect more now. You do expect more, absolutely. So, so you you have some serious upperclassmen on, on, on both sides of the ball. Really. Yes, and when you're talking about offense, like you said, Jordan Williams starting true, true, uh, freshman right tackle. He's getting better. The offensive line went from I got it in my nose. I couldn't find it quite quick. Six, two and a half in two years. Six, two and a half from Coach Johnson now to averaging six, three, three, fifteen. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's prototypical, and you can run the zone, the power, the gap scheme, and that's sort of the things you're trying to look forward to. And it's not anything all bust. Yeah. It's not anything all bust, but Coach Collins, and I know he can coach. Remember now, I'm looking for an identity. What is it? It's not Coach Pat knows. Mm -hmm. You know, he, you know, Coach Collins coached with uh, Coach McElwain at Florida. Right. And had one of the top defensive, you know, correct me if I'm wrong oh, now, yeah. uh, you know, turn off. But he, he, he can coach. Yeah. Mississippi State, under saving and all those type of things. And uh, Temple, I need to see an identity. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. Uh, I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall -wall flat screen, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, 
check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out (sighs) or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. Yeah. I need. To, can we can we agree the identity is supposed to be surrounded around Jordan Mason and around Jameer Gibbs in whatever way you want to feature both guys? No, no, no. I, I can't agree with that. What do you want to do? I want to agree. I want to build it around Jeff Sims. And I agree. But as you bring the young quarterback along, who are your best two offensive players? Jeff Sims and Jamal Gibbs. I don't know and if Jameer I'm ready. Gibbs. I think Jamir Gibbs' upside I, is the biggest, but I think Jordan Mason often gets overlooked. I think that guy is is the rock on that offense, and I think you have to feature both those guys because they can help. Jeff Sims with outlet stuff, with dumps, with screens. That easy stuff for him, I think, is going to be as vitally important. But you know what? Hey, Matt, yeah, so- but even with that, I, solid I didn't- role player, Matt. Solid role player. I don't like your yeah. diminishing. I don't like <laughs> this uh, Jordan Mason slander. <laughs> but listen, I don't like this. But, well, hold on. Let no, me. Saying, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Even even if either of you guys are right about that, right. which I think you're both right. right. I think right. I think it's a solid supporting cast member. Sure. Without. Uh, getting an identity, as you have to get your smash mouth football identity back in order for those players to have a chance at making a difference. You were talking about we need six or seven points additional per game. Mm-hmm. That's a touchdown. Sure. We don't need to worry about – I mean, we need to worry about it, but our focus shouldn't be on how many field goals can we get. Our focus should be on making sure that we're driving down the field and putting touchdowns on the board because that's how you're going to win in this league. If it's a 40-point game to win, you're not doing that with field goals. You guys want a number here, and this is – Well, here's the hope before you get the numbers. Sure. Here's the hope. Uh, Jeff Sims, he's going to be a some team All-American in the ACC. I mean, uh, ACC all, 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 all ACC team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeff Sims. Jameer Gibbs is going to make it as far as one of those two spots, mm-hmm. all-purpose, return guy, all-running back, bottom line. Yeah. You got the talent here now. You, you do. got it. You got it to take the next step. Agreed. Yeah. I so mean, here, here's the number I wanted to give you guys, and this is one of the biggest issues, and I saw this this morning. Georgia Tech first half scoring. Opponents 247. Georgia Tech won 11. 
they were digging holes early in a few ways. A, to Sean's point, they're you know, still developing the talent and the changeover from Paul to what Jeff Collins is doing. But one thing Jeff Collins has talked about, and I know he's been with you guys saying the same thing, man, they were their own worst enemy at times, pre-snap penalties, mistakes, you know, turning the ball over, like that stuff, and I'm sure it's you know beaten into them constantly. But until you go out and you execute and you don't make those mistakes, when you're a team that's still trying to narrow the gap talent-wise, you can't do this stuff to dig yourself these holes. No, you're exactly right. But you know what, Matt? At, at some point in time, then I know you've clowned them because I've heard I've clowned them. And I'm, I bleed gold, white, and navy. Yeah. I bleed it. The cheerleading, the lifting weights on the sideline. Yeah, you, you, know, you know, well, I, it, it was needed. Yeah. The culture, the 404, the Waffle House is needed because you was trying to transition. But now at this point, and he acknowledges it, Coach Collins, you now you got a coach. Now, where's your X's and O's? Now, where can I look and say, hey, ooh, this is, a, this is his imprint on this team, and let the leaders, and that's another thing I want to say. Tyreek Coppin and all the things we named, and the guys that's been in the system three years, now you take over accountability. Now you take over cheerleading to let these guys, Brent Key, Tashar Choice, uh, you know, Coach Collins, Pat Nord and all, Marco Coleman, sure. guys that really can coach, let them coach. They had to do so much more. So they say. Now, I'm not agreeing. They said it was one of the biggest turnaround You're ever. You're talking program building, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Culture building. Sure. That we still belong. Right. We still belong. So I, I guess the next step in this, and I'm going to ask you guys, we're going to play the obnoxious win-loss game here in a few minutes. <laughs> Let's talk about Jameer Gibbs because that's the guy that everybody says has got Sundays in his future. And I'll start with Sean on this. Jameer Gibbs showed you, even in limited uh, opportunities last year, I mean, there's home run ability there. He can catch it. I mean, he's a one-cut-and-kind-of-go guy. This is a player that, like, you could watch Jameer Gibbs and see he's got Clemson, right? He's got, uh, you know, SEC in him. Like, to have a player like this, he's a game changer. So give me some thoughts on Gibbs from year one to year two, Sean. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I, I honestly think that, you know, he is definitely a game changer. I mean, at any given moment, he can just take off and be on the other end of the field in, in a second. Um, given the right situation, he certainly could be a Sunday player, I think. Um, I think he needs to show some stuff this year. I think there needs to be some significant, you know, consistency, I guess, this year. He's, he's shown signs of, you know, what he can do. Um, I think part of what he was, you know, I think part of the limitation, of course, I go back to not having a solid offensive line. I mean, there is no, you know, it, it is the one one hundredth of 1% who can still be a star running back when you don't have an offensive line. And I really think that they've made so many improvements. I'd be surprised if I don't see Jameer having a, a breakout season well, this season. Well, and let's, let's add to that, Joham, because I think Sean's right on it. But add to the fact that we just talked about them being behind in games so much. And you, you want to stay in your game plan if you're Georgia Tech, which is – we want to lean on the run still. We want to mix it up with, with uh, Jeff Sims. You want to play action. You want to do all that stuff. But when you're playing out of a hole, that changes everything in what you want to do. Yes, yes. Uh, but Jameer Gibbs is a wide receiver. He's an H-back. He's not a tight end, no doubt about it. I'm not going to trick you out and try to act like no, you don't but he's, know football. He's a football player you can use everywhere. He's a wildcat guy. He's a return guy. If you ask him to play the punt return guy, he's there. So he's a four-down back. So, with that being said, when you ask about Jameer Gibbs, yeah, you can't afford to get that down like that if you're Georgia Tech. you you got to get off the field on third downs. And that's another thing mm-hmm. that I, I, as I dissect this thing, if we want to take the next level, 
14th in the ACC as far as third down conversions. Mm -hmm. Getting off the field defensively. Right, right, right. right. You can't have that. So that's getting Jameel Gibbs more touches. And I talked to Coach uh, Coach Tashar Charles about this. I said, what are you doing, man? Even last year. I said, why are you doing Devontae Smith? And why are you doing Jamias uh, Jamias Gil, uh, uh, Griffin? And to your boy, uh, you know. Uh, Don't jo- you know, Jordan no Jordan Mason Ma- slander. It's not going to happen no, here. No slander. I'm saying, <laughs> do you have to spread this thing love? <laughs> spread this around? I got to do it, Joe. I got to do it. Jamar, Jamar, Jamil Gibbs, he said, is an Alvin Kamara to short choice. Played with the Dallas Cowboys. Georgia Tech, really, really great. He said that's a bigger Kamara. You know, Alvin Kamara. Reason why? Because he can route all. He can run all the routes on the route tree. He's nifty. He can run over you, sure. soft hands, and he can block. This guy again. We have two guys, Sean. Two on the All ACC team in Jameer Gibbs and Jeff Sims. In my mm-hmm. opinion. Now to Joe's point about being 14th and getting off the field third down conversion. Georgia Tech time of possession. They Tell lost. me I was wrong. No, you're dead right. They <laughs> lost time of possession 33 minutes to 27, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you're talking about six minutes of your defense is on the field for another possession, another series. Your offense doesn't get that extra possession. That's a huge, huge deal for any team, especially a team that's trying to close that gap. Let me be let me, let me be real real. It, it was because the looseness and because of the youngness of Jeff Sims. That's it. Getting your elbow up, sure. batted balls. Loose turnovers, all not normal even stuff for freshmen. Snaps, right. You know, staring down one receiver and going to the other, all those turnovers. He's going to get better with that, no doubt about it. Not everything is blamed on Jeff Sims, but the light years, I reiterate, Matt, you've heard me talk to, talk to you about this because I've been, you know, a friend of yours for a long time. I tell you, Sean, my freshman year, seven interceptions, 13 touchdowns. The roller coaster, they sent me the scout team that day. Georgia Leary sent me the scout team maybe three or four times like you're not the guy during the season. Mm-hmm. During the season. Now, I ended up starting all those games of the season, but that learning process wasn't the same that he's going through. I got benched, reiterated, and put back in the starting lineup. Lack of confidence. I don't think Coach Collins and Coach Patton would ever – said that Jordan Yates or Chayden Perry or any of those backups, you're the guy. And I think that's going to board very, very well for Jeff Sims. Well, one thing we haven't approached yet and something that you're talking about getting off the field, penalties. This team last year could not get out of their own way when it came to penalties. I mean, we're talking 121st in the league for penalties against them. And of the – I think it was half, almost half of their penalties were before the ball snapped. Right, the pre-snap killers. Pre-snap. Which is easy stuff that you can clean up. Easy stuff you can clean up. Now, how much of that is you had a bunch of freshmen, inexperienced, a little bit, you know, like this, ready to, to, you know, jump, just a little overexcited. Does he get control of that this year? Do they calm down? I mean, experience obviously will calm him down some, but that is a killer right there. That's why I mean, I'm, that is a killer. Well, that's why, why I feel so optimistic because that's not on Coach Collins anymore. He said that. I've let go of that. I initially started to have to do that. Listen, discipline, trust me, yelling and yelling and yelling. But, no, he's not doing that anymore. Tyree Carpenter, Trey Swilling, Jordan Dominic. You know, even your quarterback, even though he's a sophomore, Jeff Sims, some of those guys, that has to come from the guys. Hey, hold your water. Stay disciplined. Coaches told us about this the whole offseason. How many sound bites, not necessarily you, you, you and Chuck, you know, uh, Matt, but 
Uh, how many soundbites have we heard? We're going to work on that. we got referees at the practice. That doesn't mean that the, yeah, the accountability of the player has to you've do got it. You've got to have accountability of your teammates. Yeah. In the locker room. Yeah. Exactly. So do you think there's enough of that leadership? I'm asking you, Joe, because you got to think about this. Coach Collins has 25 scholarship freshmen this year, 25. That is a lot of freshmen. Not a, do you think there's enough leadership in that locker room from some of the guys you just named? Because a bunch of those freshmen are going to play. They have to. Is the culture established, you think? Are you talking Two seasons in? Yes. It's possible. No, it's not possible. It's real because, again, David Curry just left after, what, 12 years? Yeah. Oh, so it's been here since you played. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years. That's, it's been so, a lot longer so, than that, Joe. Jalen Kemp just left. And he was almost three years in. Yeah. And now, you know, the guys I just mentioned. The safeties, Tyreek Compton, Wanya Thomas, Trace Willing, up front, even, you know, the guys that came back, the guys that's transferred. Yes. They're, they're, I think, well, last I count, I think there's 30 guys that's three years in Collins' system. Mm -hmm. And that's what Coach Collins is telling you now, that I don't have to be a cheerleader. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's him. I really don't think that's him, to be able to push weights and, you know, short, yeah, well, maybe the shortcut, you know. Uh, no, but, but your point's a fair one. I, I guess we'll all say this, and we're looking from the outside in, that the accountability of the buck stops with the head coach. You are the reflection of your coaching staff, but your point is a fair one. Not in a rebuild. Well, but at some point, I guess I would say it this way. Like, you're right. They can only be in your ear so much about pre-snap stuff, and we got refs at practice, and we work on it. In a game, you got to say, guys, it's on us here to play sound football. The other stuff when it comes to athleticism and, and the guy across from you might be better, but when Georgia Tech made stuff easy on their opponent last year by turning a first and 10 to a second 15 constantly or a first and five on the other side, that's climbing a hill they just couldn't climb. That's yeah. why I always love talking to you, Matt, because it's such a different you know, dynamic because I'm going to always see that as a player, right? I'm going to always see that as a player. You might say Jeff Collins at the end of the day, and that's what I'm going to say now because I'm in this business. But at the end of the day, what we seen on Monday as a quarterback, as a running back, as somebody that missed a block and not that, it's on us. Sure. We're going to blame it on those guys. We're not going to blame it on those guys at all. It's us. What are we doing here? Enough is enough. So is this year still considered a rebuilding year, or is no, the culture sir. set? No, not set. <laughs> Culture's not set? So well, let's talk about culture, though. We're talking the culture of, like, <laughs> Jeff Collins did a great job of building the, the Atlanta culture. But I think what Joe and you guys are talking – I asked that question for a reason. But you guys it's are talking about two one. different things. He's talking about – like, tell me about the football culture because the football culture is about winning. You've got to establish winning. The culture of branding, Jeff's done a great job. You know, 404 and getting Atlanta and, and all, all that stuff is important. But at some point, you know the way this works, like anybody else is. Boy, people get toned after that stuff if they don't see the turn in the culture of winning on the field. Is that, like, is that where we're trying to transition this to? Can I answer it both, Sean? I Go. can't answer both because no. I, I can't answer academically. What I can say academically is this. It's a misnomer, all right, that some of these guys from Athens, some of these guys from, uh, uh, you know, with, with Clemson Tigers and Tuscaloosa, they're going to say it's so hard to get in Georgia Tech. You can't get in there. They, they're the worst school ever. They only think about academics, and they let so only nerds get in. Goodness. 
No, 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 no. I didn't no. know you were a closet nerd, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and a quite few others. Right? <laughs> one, one future or just inducted Hall of Fame, we don't know about now. We don't know his GPA. And Calvin Johnson is really, really smart. He but is. I, yes, he is. But, but my whole thing is perception. Yeah. Are you going out there and getting those guys? What I, what I didn't like is the fact that in the Coach Johnson era, that we didn't even touch touch any four or five star athlete. We can't get them. And yeah. when I'm saying this is not from outside looking in. I was on the staff. I was player personnel, you know, director of player personnel. What's your in? What's your lead? What's your know? Who do you know? How can we get this kid? It's almost got to be a, like a family member to get this kid, mm-hmm. but you got to shoot your guns. So that's why I'm saying he sped this up. So none of the expectations from Coach Collins is where's your identity? Do you know our identity of us right now? When I say us, can I say us and we? Absolutely. Yes. Hold yeah. on. Did you really just ask us that? Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. Georgia Tech Hall of Famer, really? Yeah. Well, that came up in the locker room this morning. Georgia, Georgia Tech is always we. You know that, Jeff. Well, as long as I can say us and we. Of course you okay. can. Yeah. What's, of course. Do you know our identity right now as a football team going into Northern Illinois, or even from last year, even from two years going into three years from Coach Collins, what is our identity? I couldn't put a word to it right now. And that's really what I want to find out that's this year. The that's, that's the problem. Right? So, so I that, think it? this year is that identity-defining year. Well, it's not Super Bowl or bust. It's not anything. I mean, no. It's, it's not bowl game or bust or no. 500 or bust. I, well, I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm coming back at you on this one. Uh, I'm you. coming back at you on this we're one. Good, we're good. I think that this I, – I think this needs to be um, – for, for the fan base to think that we're moving forward, six-win year minimum. I've heard that a lot. He's not like that it's, is a it's, common it thread. It needs with the to be. Base. I think six wins is a good milestone for most of the fan base. Most anybody is going to say, "Okay, we're building. This is an improvement. Six games get you into a bowl game. Mm-hmm. It may be a lower tier bowl game, but guess what? It's the right It's step. not three and seven. Right. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screen, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and, of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. Because everybody loves to it. Let's go through the schedule. I'm going to hold you guys to this because if either right. one of you misses this, I got it in front come, of me. I'm going to come find you. All right, let's go through this. <laughs> you know where to find me. I do know where Sean is. Uh, Northern Illinois, game one at Georgia Tech. I think everybody would assume that's a dub, right? Win, yes. win, win. Win. Okay. Uh, Kennesaw State at home, Joe Hamilton. Do I have to really speak for you here? Is that a W? Yes. Okay. Uh, here's where we get fun. At Clemson, week number three, Sean Daly. No, oh, that's that's at Clemson. That's going to be a loss. Even though there are some questions with Clemson with, with a lot of their pieces going, they're just refilling. They're just they're Did you loading ever try up. to talk himself into it there for a second? I'm trying to make <laughs> I'm trying to give myself an out if we upset them. Right. But you're, <laughs> but, you're both, Joe Hamlet, we're two and one on that But I'm on, I'm on the book as a, as a, as a L on that right. one. What about North Carolina, who comes in as a preseason top ten? They're in Atlanta on October the 2nd. Uh, I'm sorry, no, September 25th, North Carolina's in Atlanta. That's, a again, a highly ranked team. You're at home. Is that a – I think that if there was one chance that Georgia Tech was going to upset someone this year, that would be the one. Sam Howe and that rest of that North Carolina I, offense. I, Joe I, Ham, you're very quiet. I think it's a loss. I think it's a loss. But if there were one upset on this schedule, that would be the one. Well, I, I'm starting off at 2-0. and oh. You're not coming to me, man. I'm starting I off at 2-0. I want Clemson and oh. out of you, and you, you no, went no, quiet no, on me. No, I went quiet on you. He's right. Nice. Yes, it's 2-1. and one. At that <laughs> point, the Yellow Jacks are 2-1. and one. What about North Carolina? Yes, at that point, um, whew, we yeah. are 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. Right. Home, with, home with Pittsburgh October 2nd. I think we can take Pittsburgh. Yes, we're 3-2. and two. you got to get that one. If this is supposed to be like a, a, a race for six, you got to get that one. Yeah. You're 3-2. and two. At Duke feels like a swing game. What do you guys think? That's the following week. I'm the, that one. I'm I'm going to throw out there as a win. I yeah. think that's one we need for our six. I think that's one we need to All take. Right, so you both got them at four and two. You're you know, Sean, that should never ever again play. Maybe maybe it two shouldn't. Years. But I'm hey, looking no, at no, the no, last no. few seasons. I'm with agreement <laughs> with you. Two years down the road, that shouldn't be a toss-up game. It shouldn't even be a game. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that I'm should be Kennesaw State. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. really. well coached. David Cutcliffe knows his business uh, over there. Now, yeah, he does. Right, I'm giving us a win on Duke. At uh, Virginia, Charlottesville, one of Joe's favorite places. <sighs> History at Charlottesville, that's one of those toss-ups. It is a toss-up, but I'm going to probably say we're taking a loss on that one. What do you think? No, I got to win. You got to win on that. So Joe Ham's got them five and two. Sean Daly four and three. How about at home against Virginia Tech, October thirtieth? I say we take Virginia Tech. I agree, totally agree. So Joe Ham's at six and two. He's already got your six. Yeah. Sean Daly's at five and three at Miami on November sixth. Joe Ham. That's a loss. Mm-hmm. Athleticism and just yeah, that's a loss. I don't know why I feel that's a loss. Uh, but Miami's it's a loss. Miami's coming up. Miami's yeah, coming yeah, up they fast. Yes, they yes. they've got pieces <laughs> that they're yeah. All right, at home against Boston College, November thirteenth. That's a win in my book. I and think we taste Boston College at home. We definitely take them. Outstanding quarterback, well coached team. 
I'm, I know exactly their resume. <laughs> it is a toss. <laughs> you, can, you can't sit on the fence like that. It's not a fence. Where is it? Where is it? It's where? at home. It's yes. at home. Yes, 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 us. All right. Yes, us. us so, us. Joe Ham has him right now at seven. Sean Daly's got him at six. And that's exactly where I wanted to be. Jackets end <laughs> at South Bend against Notre Dame, and then they finish up at home against Georgia final two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we can beat Notre Dame. I don't Dame. think we close out with any wins. I got to be honest with you. I, I don't yeah. think we're there. I just don't think we're there. So you got don't. to seven. You got to six. If either one of you are right, you're both in that place you want to be in. Yeah. It isn't the place we want to be in, and definitely, you know, but I don't know. I wouldn't bet on seven and five as opposed to six and six. Because, I, in my opinion, we're going to either beat Miami or Miami. Miami I mean, or, I'm excuse oh. me, North Carolina or Miami. So you're getting one of those. We're upsetting yeah. one of them. Okay. Yes. That's where your seven comes from. That's where my seven comes and, from. And because and I don't fear them. Because yeah. when I came on, I understand you Coach Mack Brown and Manny Diaz. But all of a sudden, to put these guys as beaters, yeah. world beaters, top ten Sam Howell. Sam Howell's losing two of his but they don't. Backs. they don't have to be world beaters. They just have to be ACC beaters. And both those teams can be. <gasps> Sean Daly. They have to be. I mean, look the at them. They're no, in like the ACC. It. They're running to the top. That. All right, this My, is if I got was two going, game changes. Hey, it, they absolutely are. Now, I, I, this changes if they upset North Carolina early in the season. That could carry Georgia Tech. They could get so much confidence from that that, that everything past that, I, who knows? Who so knows? This Toss the, up. This would be the portion of the show where I let you guys promote yourselves, and I'll start with Joe Hamilton. <laughs> where in the world could I ever hear Joe Hamilton if I was, like, on the radio and I'm, like, looking around for Joe, where would he be? Well, you can catch me every morning from 6 to 10 on the locker room, 680 to fan, 93.7, uh, uh, Brian Finneran, John Michaels, home team Brandon League, Hudson Mason, you and myself. your co-hosts. And we are chopping it up. We're just not myself, man. I'm a team player. Man, and you know what? The, the reason why I'm saying that, shout out to David Dickey. Say well, whatever you want to say about David Dickey's broadcasting company. Outstanding. The locker room is my safe haven. I can't speak for my teammates. <laughs> it always has been. But I'm in the locker room. It always room. has been. <laughs> I'm chopping it up, man. So good stuff, man. If it's I wanted to find Sean Daly, where would I ever find Sean Daly? Well, if you're looking to uh, drink beer, eat good food, then you'll find me right here at the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. We're uh, – here seven days a week, and we're always showing the Georgia Tech games on the big 12-foot LED screen. My favorite so, screen in Atlanta, by the way. Um, Look at that thing. And we'll have all those other minor games on smaller <laughs> screens, yeah. you know. I'm sure that – what is that other that other state team? That money spends. That money spends. What Be careful, that? Sean. Yeah. The money spends. Well, Sean, you They'll be I, on a TV yeah. somewhere upstairs in the pool hall. Sean, sure, you and I got to sure. talk, man. <laughs> Sean, you and I got to talk, man, because I love you so much, man. I mean, an hour and ten minutes. When I look at an hour and ten minutes of my commute over here. Oh, no. Where, hey, no listen, listen, where's the Sean Daly South Side? No, no, I, I'm, not, I'm willing to come over here. Yeah. No, no, there's no problem over here because you're you find well. me, You find but me a spot the, on the South Side. I'll build one of these down there Damn, for you. Damn, no, look at that. What a powerful dude. There you go. You find just me a spot, I'll build it. Just right. for you, Joe Ham, I will build it on the South Side. Put a community. You find me one. Gentlemen, this was fun. Yeah. I'm glad we did this. Sean, Joe. Absolutely. We're going to hug it out. Thank you, guys. All right. Enjoyed it. Folks, let me ask you a question. When it comes to dealing with experts, don't you know they've got your best interest in mind? Think about somebody in the medical profession as opposed to you diagnosing yourself. You would never do that. When, when it comes to insurance, I would think, yeah, you can go shop your own rates, but don't you want the professionals to do it for you, the experts? Well, I'm talking about the Rhodes Group. My friend Clayton Rhodes and the great folks at the Rhodes Group They did that for me, and you should know. You should be shopping your rates or having pros do it. 
each and every year because the rates change so much when I'm talking about home or car insurance, you could be saving a bundle if you have professionals like the Rhodes Group shopping for you. They did just that and they saved me a couple of thousand dollars a year with home and car insurance combined. You can be the next to save a bunch of money with the Rhodes Group. I want you to go to their website. It's Rhodes-Group.com. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S-Group.com or follow me on Real Matt Land on Twitter. You'll see the link. You can click over and have them give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. Locally owned, a great bunch of folks who are professionals when it comes to finding you the best rates. Go to Rhodes-Group.com. Have them shop your rates. They'll give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. Guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast, and thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madland. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, uh-huh. and parties don't stop yeah. till the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.